Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. <laughs> that was loud. Thanks. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hi, Vanessa Ragland. Hi, Cole. Really fun show today. Oh, my gosh. Yep. We're doing the intro, full disclosure, after we did the podcast. That's right. But I'm glowing because I was so excited to have our guest, and he was more amazing than I could have He was hoped. fantastic, and he's in so many of my favorite movies oh. I watched growing up. So, uh, and he's like so charming and nice. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I can't yep. wait for you guys to listen to it. Yep. Oh. Uh, his name's Luke Edwards, but we'll yep. introduce him. In a You'll hear that in a second. You'll hear that in a little bit. Uh, thank you guys for coming to the show. Yeah. Really glad to have you here. We always are. We uh, Just a little tiny bit of housekeeping, and then we'll get Not right to much, it. Not too much, yeah. Um, if you like the show. And we really hope you do. Uh, go to iTunes. Leave us a review. It's easy. And you can rate us uh, five stars is the only thing you're allowed to rate us, actually. <laughs> There's a new quirk on iTunes, so don't even try to click any other amount of stars. Um, but those ratings really help us to get featured and yep. help more listeners come to our podcast. And we want to keep doing it, so we need to keep getting ears on it. Yep. And you can actually shoot us an email. If you oh, want. yeah. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We'll write you back. Yep. And uh, always happy to hear from you guys. And look up uh, the Pop My Culture page on Pinterest yep. where some of the awesome pop squad is going to work and it's so fun to look through the back episodes and see all the crazy stuff we've covered. It's really amazing. Yeah, check that out on Pinterest. You can also follow us on Facebook yep. and on Twitter. And you're going to find our name to be Pop My Culture and then PMC Podcast, That's right. respectively. Yep. And you can follow us on Twitter, too. We always yeah. say at the end, but some people like, might not make it there. Yeah. I'm, I'm at, Vanessa Ragland. Yeah, I'm Cole Stratton. It's pretty simple, but with a little curly at thing in front. Oh, yeah. Mine has you that, too. Piggy tail. Weird, right? Everybody seems to have that. Everybody puts a piggy tail before their name. <sighs> Bizarre. Um, also, uh, we are pretty much listener-supported. We are, and we appreciate all the support, so keep it coming. Yep, there's a donate button on our website. Popmyculturepodcast.com. Any little bit helps. If you mm-hmm. uh, give us some cashola, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll give you Most a shout-out. graceful out, uh, way to say <laughs> We'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Yeah, we will. Yep, and we're actually doing a couple back-to-back, so we'll take care of some of those in the next thing. Yeah, you will have already heard them. This is crazy, you guys. I can't even explain to you how the recording process works. It's, it's very pretty tough. insane. <laughs> but any, any little bit helps. And one last thing what uh we are going to be doing a live show <gasps> at a podcast festival yeah, the a la festival? pod fest which is at the sheraton delfina in santa monica between october 4th and october 6th they released the schedule our show we're on the 5th yep uh which is a saturday so yep. you know if you're thinking about visiting santa monica it's a good time to come out uh things have changed it's no longer noon it is now six o'clock p.m that's a great time to be yep you can check out the website. I believe it's LAPodfest.com. It Didn't is. write it down. Um, I believe that's where it is. They've got all sorts of deals and yeah. for you know housing. And, and the lineups are so great. There's They're really so good. many awesome people. There's a bunch of stuff can. going on. You can buy a day pass just for the day. You can buy a three-day pass. Uh, lots of cool stuff going on. And it's all the, the stuff we got to do. Oh, we yeah. have t-shirts on our website. They're great. Oh, they're so cool. Dave, Dave Perillo did them. Mm-hmm. They're yep. fantastic. And they look great. I have gotten, actually, some ladies uh, who have... Contacted me telling me how good they look in the shirt. There you go. I don't even know if these people want a shout out, but I love one in particular who probably knows who I'm talking about. And it's, yeah, it is a magical cut for a lady. It makes you look so good. Yep. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're printed by Headline Shirts, who was a previous sponsor. They're really soft and nice and great. So, <laughs> they're only 15 bucks. 
Do it. Pay Those it forward. Well. Pay it forward. Yeah. Well, let's get to our guest, shall we? Yes. Guys, it was so much fun, and I think you guys are going to have a great time. He's the dreamiest. Luke Edwards, everybody. There you go. Here we go. <laughs> our guest today, uh, this guy was in a lot of my favorite films. Me too. Up. Things like The Wizard and Newsies and Little Big League. Luke Edwards is here, everybody. Hi, Luke. Hi. Hello, Luke. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for being on. We're so excited to have you here. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Great. <laughs> and we're done. Great yeah. podcast. This was pretty awesome. Was really Thanks. Good. God, that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. We already got you to sign our chests, so now it's, it's all downhill. So many me. chest tattoos yeah. from all the signatures. <laughs> that uh, actually, this is weird. This is random. Before we get to the other thing, I okay. Was at, um, Outside Lands this past weekend in San Francisco, and uh, we were running the comedy tent there, but uh, Paul McCartney headlined uh, Friday night and played like a three-hour set, Whoa. and there's fireworks, and it's crazy. But I guess there's two women that were in the front row that were like, that got Paul to sign their wrists so that they could make them tattoos after the fact. So like they came up on stage and Paul had like a sharpie or whatever and he's like, oh, I gotta get the angle right, and was, like, uh, wrote on their thing. Were you there? I was at... Outside, I was but the, not I, the... I was at the tattoo shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was at Outside Lands, uh, and I saw not all of it, but most of it, because yeah. I was running around doing other stuff. But. Oh, my gosh. I don't think there's anyone's name I would get tattooed on me, other than, you know, present company. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> don't. Uh-oh. Don't. Uh-oh. Probably don't do that. <laughs> probably a bad idea. There are people that do that. There are a lot of people that get people to sign them, and then they just tattoo over it. So it's like they have their autograph permanently on them. I don't... I don't know who that would be. You know what? This is a good segue. Oh, wait. You have a thought. That, d- like, they get the actual, like, their signature tattooed. Like, so yes. What if they yeah. have, like, really bad handwriting? They just Because most really... people do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially on a body part. Like, how do you actually do With, like, a fat good? Sharpie pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's just this, like, gross squiggle. Yeah. Like, smear. And you're like, that's, uh, that's Nicolas Cage, I swear. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. Whoops. You did that yourself. I was really nervous. And I sweated a little, so it ran. I was shaking, which you can tell from the end. <laughs> somehow they spelled it wrong. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's so weird to me. I mean, just tattoos in general. Like, I mean, I get them, but I don't. There's nothing I can think of that I want permanently on me. There's nothing. I can't no. think of anything. I can think of so many things. I love tattoos. Maybe my like social security number. If I'm starting to get older, and I want to make sure I don't forget it. I don't know. Otherwise, I have the alphabet on my back. I feel like it's the perfect tattoo. The whole alphabet? Yeah. She really does. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, like a straight line? I think you can see it. See? Well, can you see the letters? Oh, yeah. Gosh. It just goes right down. <laughs> I feel like it's unchanging. Everybody gets it. You know? We all have, like, our own story about when we found out about that. Yeah, you're going to feel great until we get to the alphabet wars of 2020. <laughs> when everything changes. Different sets of alphabetic numbers on them. And then I'll be in a cave, like a, um, a relic from a past time. <laughs> People will visit to see my back. The old alphabet yeah. freedom fighter. Come in. So it'll be sort of like in Waterworld with a map of dry land on the one girl's back or whatever. Yeah. You'll be that for typeset. Oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> I've heard of this There's fox. worst things I could be. There were stories. <laughs> Well, there, we there we go. Be a valuable commodity. You'll be like the the children of finally, men, lady. You know? Oh yeah. There'll be like wars over you. Oh my god! I can't wait. <laughs> I've been wasting it's, away for a long it's, time. It's low stakes in the future. It's not about having a baby or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> we like this font. Preserve the font. Whatever you do. If 
this font falls into the wrong hands. <laughs> well, guys, just keep me comfortable. I think we're all going to be fine. <laughs> I'm sitting on big velvet pillows in my imagination. Everyone's guarding me. It's a great, in a cave. Uh, it's a yeah. great oh, yeah. detail. It's a great detail. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Well, this is going to be my great segue all right. because of creepy people getting things tattooed on them. Like right. the level of fandom. There's a creepy thing that just happened to a hard name to say. Famka. Famka Jansen. Have you heard about this? Yeah, no, no. Famka Jensen woke up. Yeah, she's got the perfect name and the perfect body. So I'm not too sorry for her. No, just kidding. This is creepy. She woke up and on her, or no, she came home and on her nightstand was a book called The Lonely Doll. Not her book. And it is the creepiest children's book from, I think, the 1950s. That's like pictures of a doll, like a creepy little wonky doll that gets kind of Adopted slash abducted by some bears, and the daddy bears bear gets dolls. mad, and the ba- daddy bear spanks her, and like it ends with like we'll never let you go. Ah. And she called the police because it's like where did this book come from? Someone broke into her apartment and just didn't take left anything, that there, and they cannot book. find out how they got in. There was no like sign of forced entry or oh anything, and that's God. all. They didn't take anything. They just left that creepy book. <laughs> <gasps> Goosebumps of how horrible that is. Oh, that's the worst. Like, you wish they would smash something or, like, put blood somewhere. So you're like, oh, this is, like, look, evidence of how bad it is. But instead, it's just like, hey. You just literally said, I wish they would put blood somewhere. (laughs) I I don't think anyone's ever wished that. Because then the detectives have something to swab. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, this this is bad news. I'm sure they can run the book for prints. <laughs> but instead, she just think, everyone's going to think she's crazy. Unless it's it, just the unless book, she but put it's it so there, ominous. Unless she put it there herself. Maybe it's her alter ego, the Dark Phoenix from the X-Men movie. <laughs> oh, no. Could be. You got this nerd in you. <laughs> it's not just in me. It's pretty much me. It's like, God. It's, it's all it's all right. It's there the on total the package. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like you guys just this nerd stuff. Yeah, well, no shit. <laughs> like, it's obvious. Yeah, that is really creepy though. Like that's like step one of a stalker slash serial killer move. You know? Oh yeah, right. That's like the warning shot. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the like planning and like I'm gonna sneak in and like break things and get. You know. For oh my a book. gosh! To just put that there. Like, <laughs> for the. For the creepiest book ever. The creepiest book in the world. Pictures of a doll with a mean daddy bear. Like, it's so bad. Meanwhile, I kind of want that book. Now. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Sort of. Can I go, like, buy it? It's actually... Well, it was, put, it was put there by the publisher. This is a, like, fantastic doll. publicity yes. <laughs> Ready to go. Well, maybe it was Off just Oprah's creepy book club. <laughs> Where Oprah recommends a book, and they get some creepy person to put to it inside you. And then once you finish reading it, you have to plant it on someone. You got to pay it forward. You got to. Yeah. You got to creepily pay it forward. <laughs> <laughs> it just made it to a celebrity, but now it's on her. She's got to find someone and break in. She'll get him. She'll get him real bad. I hope she just leaves a doll head somewhere. Like a doll head on top. Oh, that's good. And a steak no, is a morning doll. You take a toothbrush and you put a doll head on top of it. Their toothbrush. So everything's fine and then they open the medicine cabinet and there's a Barbie doll head on your toothbrush. Ah! That's so scary. Is your toothbrush in the medicine cabinet? Yeah. Mine's in a holder outside on the counter. So. Yeah, we don't have as much counter space in the new place. <laughs> Everything's changing for me. I mean, everybody's different. Guys, we encourage you to write in with your toothbrush placement. Yeah, um, your toothbrush? What do you do with it? Uh, my toothbrush actually lives in my, like, toiletry bag. 
Oh, I'm, I move around. Always ready to be on the go. Yeah, and I just, I've just stopped like bothering to take it out. Wow, are you a nomad? Uh, I'm a nomadic. Oh, wow, for sure, nomadic. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to get a doll head on one of them. <laughs> you're moving around all the time. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to like track me down. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. find It'll the, be worth it. Find the hotel. Break into the hotel. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I want to have one of those moments where you go to the front desk and you're like Betty Rubble. You know, you have a fun assumed name that somebody's <laughs> left on the list. Oh. How did you know that was my? <gasps> no, no, no reason. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing the same cologne you always do, Luke. <laughs> I want to give like a fake name that's just like it just it just says like not Cole Stratton, you know? Like, what? Not what? Who is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, two names are so funny. They're usually like Betty Rubble yeah. or you know, some like a fun superhero name or cartoon name or something. Clark Kent. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't know what I would leave. Miss Piggy. <laughs> That's all. Walter Sobchak. Mm. Have you used that? What? Have you used that? No, I've never You've had never done need this? for something Things like this. like illicit I, encounters? God, I hope I get to that point. I think you're where, almost like, there. Strange people are like trying to like, <laughs> track me down at a hotel. It sounds nuts. It sounds fun, right? It sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. It's so much fun until the stabbing starts. Yeah. <laughs> then it's not as When things cool. get stabby, it's like, yeah. eh. I guess it's just a total, like, 50-50 every time. You're like, oh, yeah. crazy fan. Like, are they, do this they love me? good or for me. Do they, they love yeah. me? <laughs> is it love Do they want to be inside me or do they want to wear me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's so your choice for either one night stand or skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's just two ways to be inside of a woman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> audible John uh, groan on that one. <laughs> but you can usually tell the, who those people are going to be. So. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks, I'm honey. A, I'm a big firm. I get it. Put the oh, Jergens away. <laughs> listen to the podcast all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you a nice basket with some lotion in it. It's a gift That's basket. Nice. It's a gift basket. <laughs> Oh, those are dogs. Oh, no. They look like my precious. No, I don't like this. I don't like this. I feel like this has happened before. Uh, anyways, I left you a review on iTunes. I really like the show. Uh, just want to let you know you're doing great. Gross. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm not making skin suits anymore. <laughs> don't worry about that. I, <laughs> you're, you're frightening, frightening,ly good at that voice. Right? It's like, <laughs> that'd be a great job to be the guy that comes in. Like he, he Ted Levine doesn't want to go in, so you can do the post audio for him. <laughs> Precious. Do we get it? <laughs> Are we good? Okay, wonderful. <laughs> That is really great, Jim. Really great. So, like, voiceover is some of the most fun stuff you can get because the sessions are, like, pretty easy. Uh, and, like, I did this commercial, this radio commercial once where it was for, like, some bank. And, you know, we did, the, did like, an hour or whatever, and you get your session fee. And then they changed the APR rate or something, so we came back in. Like, they had to pay you a full another session rate or whatever. And literally it was just, and go, 4.3%. Uh, just do it three times. Four point three percent. Four point three percent. Four point three percent. Great, you're done. It was like ten seconds, and then you get that full couple hundred bucks. And you're like, this is the best job ever. <laughs> this is I want to keep getting bank jobs and keep changing their APRs. I just did something Taco Bell where I had to say like for an hour. This burrito is amazing. Oh over God. and over. And they're like, now try it sarcastic. Oh. Like, like all these different emotions. And <laughs> this burrito is amazing. 
<laughs> like I hated myself so much by the end of it. I'm like, I don't know what this. Oh, let's, Vanessa, is. let's try it like you're on a boat. Because <laughs> I'm throwing up from. Right, I, I got it. You don't need okay. to explain it. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're on a boat, <laughs> right? You don't feel so good. Okay. But the burrito was good. I want to hear the confliction in your voice. <laughs> this burrito is amazing. That was a little too Catherine Hepburn. It always is. It always is with me. Did you guys hear about this whole Kendrick Lamar thing that's happening? Mm. This rapper put the song out. Where basically he calls out all these other rappers, and it's pissing everybody off. <laughs> um, like, Every rapper that he's pretty, well, to. but he also mentions like Phil Jackson from the Lakers and like the coach, you know, and he like fired something back too. It's this big thing. And Phil Jackson did. Phil Jackson, yeah, I guess said something back. Like, listen to this rap song. And I guess hurt. Isn't that weird? <laughs> right. What are you doing, Why? Phil Jackson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got your hands full, don't like, you? Why do you care? You're fine, buddy. <laughs> but, like, I don't. But it, I feel like this has been something that's gone on forever in rap music. Of like, you know, Isn't people calling other is? people. Like, yeah, you sass people. Totally. I think that's what rappers call it too. I'm gonna sass you sass. so bad. <laughs> Sass battle. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's people have always had beefs through the songs or whatever, and people have called each other out. There've been little battles or whatever, but like this, he was literally like, "Here's my laundry list of people." Like it just kind of covered all these people at once, and you know, of course, it's getting all this attention. Yeah, it's so working. I guess it's, I guess it worked. Yeah, that's it, well, it's like an old, like tried and true rap game publicity stuff. And Amanda Bynes just did it to great success. Well. I'll take that back. But she was so mean to everyone. <laughs> and she was she had like millions of followers. But she was also in the middle of a mental disease. So I'll not say but, it worked, but, but it but worked. Was she? Right? We don't know. Knows. Nobody knows. I know a lot of people that think not at all. Even though that now she has a conservatorship and stuff. People she are has like, what? Uh, like a, isn't that how you say it? Conservatorship? I'm always afraid I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong thing. <laughs> but like her, her parents are in charge of her now. For the next 30 days, like, because she's under a mental watch. But it's like, well, I don't know what she was doing. Like, Guy Branham uh, was very vocal that he thought she was faking it all. It just seems like a weird... Like, I get, like, you know, no publicity is bad publicity, so to speak. But, like, when it's just constant publicity about, this person is crazy. (laughs) I don't know, like, how much that really helps you. Especially if you're trying to get hired. Because then all of a sudden, like, job, like, insurance is crazier. Then I don't want to insure you. And then, like, you can't get work from it. Well, I have a little list I wanted to read of podcasts that I think are shitty. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'll start with Mr. Mark Merritt. You ready? Mark Maron, you suck. <laughs> Everyone, you suck. Paula Tompkins, you suck. You're mean. You never come on our show. Check out our last episode Kidding. with Paula Tompkins. <laughs> oh, man. Podcast B. Mm. Podcast this, this is going to end in, like, bloodshed. Oh. You know? <laughs> Stabby. But basically, it said, like, this is hip hop. i Cole to read this. But this is hip hop, and them should know what time it is, and that goes for Jermaine Cole, big. Crit, K R I T, Wally, Pusha T, Meek Mills, ASAP, Rocky, Drake, all online, and then I guess he calls out Lupe Fiasco and, yeah. and a bunch of other people too. Also Phil Jackson and Phil Jackson. From- <laughs> it's like just this weird laundry list of, and also, also Barack Obama. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> What's going on? Oh well. 
Little boys. Little boys and their toys. Right. Do, does he, like, specify what the problem is with them? It's just something How about, Phil like... Jackson fit into that? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. know. You rap shitty and... I'd have to pull up the full lyrics to see what coach. his thing is. I just know that he was included on it somehow. I'm going to look anyone get on that? Um, <laughs> it's just weird to me. Like, And it's the whole thing. It's not like he's saying, like, these people are terrible human beings. Or awful. He's basically saying, like, I'm the best rapper in New York. And... Um, you know, it's all about trying to bury your competition that goes for all you guys or whatever. So it's not like it's not like he was like, "Here are my problems with Lupe Fiasco." Your rhyming is weak, and you know, it's not like it was specific. Like, and by the way, this is how he talks. I've decided. Kendrick Lamar. Hello. Hello. Jolly good show. Drop a beat. Shall we get to the rap game? I don't know. It's just because, like, for days on Twitter, everything that was trending was, like, Kendrick Lamar related. It was, like, Kendrick Lamar response. Hashtag people Kendrick Lamar didn't call out. (laughs) Or just, like, listening stuff. And it's just like, all right. Because I wouldn't have ever run across that I don't think if it wasn't like that's not four cold circle <laughs> I already discovered that from the X-Men outburst earlier <laughs> I mostly listen to X-Men rap <laughs> it's mutant rhymes it's really good <laughs> it's really weird man <laughs> <laughs> it is a little weird it's strange but it's my own genre of music I say. <clears throat> mutant, mutant rappers or like mutant subject rap like like rapping about mutants yeah, which like, one? It comes down to a matter of preference, I guess. I mean, I love them both. <laughs> okay, right. So you, know, you don't discriminate. So it's like everything mutant-related. I like, you know, I like mutants who rap. I think that's good, you know, because yeah. if they can, like, you know, control electricity, but then also drop some rhymes. <laughs> yeah, that's important. That's great, you know? You can What's bend, not bend a spoon with their mind, but then also, like, really flow with their <laughs> lyrics and poetry. Respect. Then I'm into that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're not weird. <laughs> no, I'm not weird. Pretty, I think pretty much everybody has the same viewpoint. Yeah, you're right. I think I'm saying anything new. <laughs> I wish I had some X-Men joke, but I just know that one girl has some white hair. <laughs> Rogue? Yes. <laughs> Rogue has a little strip of oh, gray her little, like, silver yeah. in her hair. Yeah. Um, I find that interesting. Yeah. It's very, it's very fascinable. Are you a comic book person or? Uh, yeah, I, I am a comic book person. The comic books that I was into when I was a kid are kind of obscure. Mm-hmm. I was really into, um, I was really into Dark Horse, and I was really mm-hmm. into the Alien. I remember that comics, the Alien versus, Alien versus Predator, Predator comics. Um, what else? I was really into like The Crow, and really like dark shit. I don't know why I was like. <laughs> Dark child. Angry, dark (laughs) kid. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't really, but when I read comics, I guess I was. Dark Horse is one of those, like, you know, independent labels that actually did really well. Because I would say it was, like, kind of third behind Marvel and DC. Like, Dark Horse and Image and things like that. It was pretty big. Like, meaning that they, like, did they make money? Yeah, I think they were pretty profitable. Really? They had a couple of books that people really read. I mean, I, I honestly don't know what the profit game is in the comics right, world. Right. All I know is they got out of it when like the, the like cover prices got ridiculous. Like everything, it used to be like a dollar twenty five, a dollar seventy five, or a comic or whatever, and then yeah. it got to be like four dollars a comic. And when you're like you know <laughs> fifteen, it adds up really fast. Yeah. You can't be spending thirty dollars a week on comics. Like, I spent ten dollars, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying thirty dollars is a fortune to a fourteen year old. It's a lot of money. It's a fortune. I mean, literally, there was a. Oh, this is so sad. Um, I had uh, I used to collect you know sports cards too, baseball cards, basketball cards, things like that. I had a Michael Jordan Fleer rookie card, which is worth like thousands of dollars now. It wasn't in the best condition because I hated him because he beat my team all the time. So it's just kind of <laughs> what you tossed around. But I took it into a card shop, and at that time, it was worth probably six hundred dollars or something. But it wasn't in great condition, so it was probably worth a couple hundred bucks. But you know, I'm like. 14, 13, 14, something like that. And they gave me. So we're me in a, an age where $30 is a pretty big deal to call. Yeah. They, <laughs> just calling back to a few moments. They gave me, they gave me like $80 for it or something, which is like dollar signs in your eyeballs when you're that age. $80. 80 bucks. Oh my God. By so of course, Horse Comics of course I sold it. Like, yeah, if I had it now, it'd be worth like three grand or something oh, or whatever it is. It's worth a lot of money. Um, but like, uh, but yeah, I took the 80 bucks and went and had a great day at the arcade, you know, bought some surfies, got some donuts. That's what you were supposed to do. Played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game for a while. It was good. I didn't need that Jordan rookie card. You played for a while. Yeah, I played for a while. You you played all fucking day. Pretty much. I I just beat the, played till I beat the game, you know, just kept pumping in quarters. King of Kong. Not that I blame you. I also did that when I was a kid, so. I mean, there's a. There, I, did you ever play the Terminator 2 arcade game, the T2 game, when I just had the black gun? Oh, yeah. yeah. They so both like, just did the same hand movement. The, the it was gun. one of the first that it had was one the, of the first that had the gun as instead of a controller. It was a revelation. And it was cool, but it also like was ridiculously expensive to pass because when you finally got to the T1000, you had to shoot him for like 20 minutes. Like, it's, you're just constantly shooting him, and then he would like turn his arms into knives and stab you, and you would die, and you put another quarter in, and then you just keep, keep firing until you're just like literally sitting there after a while just holding the thing down, like, is this ever? gonna end <laughs> eventually it did but yeah it was like you that was a trick there's that one bullet that hits him finally and you're like really like that one, that one did it? it wasn't the thousands that did came it? before you've worn him down you know yeah. yeah right yeah it's not like the whole time he's like you know down on the ground full of holes and just pulling himself up it's like no, he's cool boom I'm dead alright guess we got him yeah, that was crazy. It's well, speaking game. of, this is a good time transition. I felt like it was video too. games we're talking about <laughs> the wizard. Um, Did you guess that was going to be the transition? I kind of yeah. No. Since we're already in video game, <laughs> uh, which I just I, I've seen it many times growing up. I just well, rewatched so it yesterday because uh, it had been a little while, and uh, I you know most of the, the details I remembered were still there. Um, but there's one it's weird the things that will bother you because like, I mean there were people that came out that said that like oh it's like a, you know a Nintendo commercial or whatever which it kind of was but I was into Nintendo so it was yeah. perfect for me like what kid didn't want to watch a Nintendo commercial <laughs> it's perfect for an hour and a half yeah <laughs> but there's the scene like when you're first like I think you're at the train depot and you're playing is it Bad Dudes or like Final Fight or Double Dragon Double Dragon Double Dragon you're Double playing Dragon. Double Dragon and it shows you like hitting the keys, but it's just the intro where they walk up and they like take the girl away. So you can't, you're not even playing it. But of course, the you know they didn't know anything about that. So you're like it's furiously like, it's like oh shit, like, oh, I'm, like I'm getting him, and they cut to the screen and there's like nothing happening. It's like nothing happening. It's just just like the game hasn't officially started yet. And I was like, he's warming up. That's what he's doing, man. Even at the time, I probably would have caught that gun. Like, oh wait a second, I'm with that game. That's not. <laughs> That's not a real thing. <laughs> this is no like you're not doing anything. That's, that's the intro. You're not. You're not winning. <laughs> not winning at all, little wizard. <laughs> Meanwhile, all right. Just in my defense, when we were yeah. filming, there was stuff happening on the screen, and the, they edit it later. Right. I don't yeah, know yeah, why sure. they 
edited that. Come way. on, admit it. You didn't understand. You weren't playing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure there had to be some. I was an idiot savant. I didn't really know how video games worked. I just thought you. Know. They probably just caught some screen footage and then put it, you know, there, not thinking twice about it. Or maybe Nintendo was like, or Bandai, or whoever made that game was like, we really love the scene yeah. where the guy picks up the girl and carries her off. So Can were you, you really mostly there? playing games? For realsies? Uh, I, I most of the time was not playing games, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. I wish I had been playing games. They recorded, um, they had videotapes of somebody else playing. And they would, you know, and so it was a TV and a VCR. And there would be... And so you were, like, and pressing I would, buttons I was along just, to it? I mean, I was, but I bet that would make you a you better... You would do your best to, oh, to match up the, the, the moves. <laughs> were you learning, though? Do you feel like afterwards... You, like, absorbed their moves? No, it was just frustrating. I just wanted to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, Not eight years old. Video like, someone else. This game looks rad. I've never played it. Can I play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's a video of someone else having fun. Yeah. Watch away. Meanwhile, stand in front of it all day long. <laughs> and just, like, check out how Zone cool out. It, it all is. <laughs> And, and and also like you're an idiot savant, so like don't pay attention to anything else. Yeah. Like just don't react too much yeah. to anything. But no, you can't play. <laughs> no. Ever. And there are games in that movie that I've never played. Really? <laughs> oh. So you know, they, they no. took the games up back and shot them after production. <laughs> and made you watch. <laughs> no, we're gonna sorry. tie your hands behind your back and we're gonna shoot these games, okay? <laughs> You double dragon, go, go! No one needs you anymore. Just run, just run. Go on, Link. Come on. Uh, yeah. Uh, then what's weird about that movie too is like it's like two films in a sense that like it's this like sad story about this kid who lost his sister, his twin sister, yeah. and has since then has become like basically autistic and doesn't you know and like this child of divorce and two families or something and then it's like well let's bust him out of a mental institution and go on a Nintendo joyride <laughs> and let's let Kevin Arnold get the girl that'll that'll fix him yeah, yeah. that'll fix no, him no 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 it's like oh, it's horrible it's he's like, gonna be back like in the mental weird. institution thinking like did that happen <laughs> <laughs> that road trip thing <laughs> no I wanna I want a championship why take won't you pills, believe me take your Pills. Jimmy, you've never left this room. Never went to California. Ooh, that would be a great ending. He wakes up back in the bed with someone giving him the pills. Oh, no. Oh, no. But there's a controller on your pillow, so it's like, maybe it did happen. And then your terrible stepdad, Sam McMurray, comes and he's, oh, you're going to come live with me now, kid. Uh, that's all it is. Oh, that'd be terrible. Uh, one of the things I love about that movie is it's kind of like the first appearance of the power glove, mm. which is a big so good thing. Bad. That thing. That thing is given the kind of weight and importance that, like... I don't know, some like a massive tank is given in like a war movie. Or you know what I mean? It's like this badass kid with his power glove. Ooh, it was. Uh, you know, I mean, they were, they were. I, you know, I don't know too much about the business, you know, particulars of it, but Nintendo was putting, you know, money making that movie happen. Oh, I'm right. sure. So it was like a. You know, it was like this has to happen. Like there has to be a whole scene about it. It has to look cool. It has, has to, to look epic. like it actually works. Which <laughs> right. we're gonna need a little movie magic on. <laughs> right. Again, the uh, videotapes of someone right. else playing. You know, that is like my favorite line in the movie is when uh, that kid goes, "I love the power glove." 
It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) With such intensity. Almost a seductive intensity. (laughs) Meanwhile, why did that kid have the first one? This, like, weird guy who lives out... Like He lived in an airport. He lived in a fucking airport. (laughs) But somehow he has 97 cartridges. Well, maybe, like, like, there was a flight that had the stuff on board and there was a stolen luggage, Nintendo luggage. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, his name was Bill Nintendo. I mean, I think he was in his family. I never put that together. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Since now, I don't know. It was also, like, in the big tournament scene, it was the big review of Super Mario 3, which hadn't come out in the U.S. yet. It had just been released right. in Japan or whatever, and it was, like, mind-blowing to everybody mm-hmm. who saw that thing. Mm-hmm. And Mario 3, it's the warp Mario whistle. 3. That's what oh, gets you. And they, and they gave away, like, secrets, like, right away. Yeah. They gave away, you know, warps or whatever, like, right away, Ooh. which I always thought was kind of a strange approach, but I guess... I guess people are really into it. It gets people excited. They're like, right. oh, you I can warp. This. You know, I, now I really have to have it. <laughs> I don't know. They promised me a copy of that game. Yeah? Did that not happen? Not, did not ever. No. Not, I'm getting very upset about yeah. the lack of perks. <laughs> For like what could be a kid in a candy shop kind of job. Yeah. It should have been. No candy shop. I mean, it really should have been. Did Jenny Lewis and Fred Savage take everything? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're gonna go on a on a you know podcast tomorrow. Mark we got all this swag. It was so crazy. Like there was just you know, like I was giving stuff away because there was too much. They're Dude, literally like, awesome hey, things. this is uh, this is for Luke. Sure, we'll give it to him. <laughs> Back to their trailer, just laughing their asses off. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. <laughs> Throwing cartridges in a fire. <laughs> Drinking champagne in front of it. I like imagining kids as grown ups, like. They're wearing suits and dresses, but they're still little. Never mind. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of Shirley Temple movies, like from the 20s, where she was before she like before there was even sound in them, where it's little kids like in bars and stuff. Have you seen these? They're like all these short films of kids pretending to be grown ups. They're the funniest thing ever. Like a kid will be smoking a cigar and it'll just have like the words under it, like "Move it, doll." <laughs> like, a little girl's like, "Oh, Mister, you're fresh." <laughs> like toddles off. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bring that back, America. <laughs> Closest thing I have now is Toddlers and Tierras, and it doesn't quite scratch the edge. There's a there's this jackass movie coming out called Bad Grandpa, which I saw the trailer for last night for Elysium. Have you seen the trailer for this? I'm thing? so I'm like so excited. People were like losing their minds in the theaters. So it's it's like Johnny Knoxville dressed up as like this grandpa character used to do on the show, or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he's he's going around in America with this little kid, and just like it's all like real reactions of people. And there's a scene in the trailer that people like lost their shit for, which was like they dressed the boy up as a little girl and to oh. put him in a um, in a, a, a pageant with other like childhood GRK <laughs> oh, kids. Oh my gosh! And so like, she, and this isn't spoiling because it's in the trailer, but basically the kid goes up and is you know like dancing around to some song, and then all of a sudden they start playing cherry pie, and he yanks up his outfit, and he's got like a little bra and like stripper clothes on, and then Johnny Knoxville comes out and starts making it rain with dollar bills over him, <laughs> and people in the audience are like. Losing their oh like, my god! They're like hatting their kids' eyes. So it's so funny. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Which is where I thought this conversation would go. Yeah, we all saw it headed here from the get go. It did have a really cool cast though. Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis are great. They are great. Um, <laughs> they are great. I haven't. You know, it's so it's so funny. You know, Fred is a uh, director now. Yeah. 
and like he's like doing really well he's he's like all these great shows you know like always sunny and stuff amazing really like funny um and i you know i i we see each other once in a while um jenny i haven't i've seen one time since we like wrapped up and went our you know all our separate ways and it and i was um wasted (laughs) (laughs) and i was at her house and I didn't know I was at her house. What? I was at a party. Were you leaving a book on house. a bedside table? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, I did also have like a massive crush on her, you know, during the film. How could you uh, not? Yeah, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, it's just so strange. I was at a party in a house in the fields with my friends. and was having a great time and wasted. Like, really, really drunk. And, you know, she's and somebody like mentions whose house it is. And I'm like, "Ah, what? And, you know, and and I go and I talk to her. And like my memory of the conversation is is just like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. Like, you know, how you doing? Meanwhile, it was probably just like, oh, Jenny. Uh, Let me touch your pretty hair. When we like, you know, like. (laughs) She does so much awesome music and stuff. Now, such cool people. Yeah. Oh, I've got a very big crush on Jenny Lewis. There's a fly in the new there's, house. There's a fly. A fly in the new house. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. From based on the popular children's book, there's a fly in the new house. It helps children grandpa, deal with moving to grandpa. a new town. <laughs> and also uh, with a pesky fly. That won't go away. Uh, <laughs> so you guys did a reunion at the Alamo Draft House in 2008? We did. That must have been pretty insane. It was super, super awesome. I'd never been, never been to Austin. And they, you know, like flew us all down, which was great. Austin yeah. is like an amazing town, and I had never been to the Alamo Draft House, which is like such an amazing theater it's that cool. you guys yeah. have never been. But it's like it's so rad. They, you like, there's food and beer, and they like serve you, and it's just like the most like party. Oh my gosh! Movie experience. I don't know why we don't have it here. Maybe we do. They, if they're gonna, they don't have it here yet. They're actually building one in San Francisco. That's okay. Really? The next year, yeah. Is it an Alamo? It's it's literally going to be the Alamo Draft House. Sweet. That's awesome. Which was weird since the Alamo is so Texasy. But <laughs> <laughs> remember the Alamo in San Francisco. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be cool. It'll, it'll do great in that town. Like, yeah. They eat that yeah. stuff up. So. Yeah. Um, I feel like in LA we have like the New Beverly and things like that yeah. where like they just they, you know, they're they're constantly programming art stuff around or right. like old revivals and stuff and the Arrow Theater and the Egyptian and things like that. Yeah, um, we did a thing at the New Beverly also. Oh yeah. Oh, you did. We did a we did a little you know whatever, and it was it was super fun. Um, you know, I'm really good friends with the guy who who um, puts those together. The New Beverly, you know, like thank God it's still around. It's kind of just thanks to Quentin. Tarantino right. paid some money into it, otherwise it'd be gone. Um, and, I mean, it's so cool that they do those events. I try and go as much as I can. I don't get to go enough, but it's so cool yeah. every time. Yeah, this stuff's cool. I used to have a membership at the Arrow for a couple of years. Yeah. It's kind of let it lapse, but I'll probably do it at some point again. Yeah. Um, but I always love going to that stuff because it's, I mean, I've always been fascinated by like listening to, you know, people that worked on stuff talk about it or whatever. Yeah. Like, they really do a lot of that. Well, it's like everyone is in love with the same stuff. I mean, yeah. it's such a magic feeling of like just getting to celebrate something on that level of like, oh my gosh, we're all like nerds about this together. <laughs> It's not the weird thing that you have to like, kind of be cool about your friends, like not talking about all the time. It's like that movie's okay. Place. It's okay. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's campy or whatever. <laughs> 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 well, that's 
like I feel like now is a great time because of the whole nerd movement and stuff yeah. like with nerdists and things like that. Like now it's kind of cool to embrace the stuff that you're sort of embarrassed about before. You know, <laughs> yeah. Totally. You could literally come on and be like, "The Wizards my favorite movie," and nobody, no, and nobody would be like, "You're a dick." You know what I mean? They, they'd be fine with it. They'd I'm be like, like, "A few years ago, when people were just getting abused left and right, right you're right. a dick." God, you suck. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you say like, "The Wizards my favorite movie," there'd be somebody that'd be like. Out of all the movies that have ever been made, that's your favorite. But you know what I mean? Like you, can make, you can make a case really? for anything yeah. you know, nowadays, for the most part, and people will be like, well, all right. I've got to get to this fast, because you say about favorite movies. Newsies. Oh, my gosh. Stop. What? Okay. I don't even know where to start, first of all. I like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. Uh, for um, the record, uh, Vanessa likes Newsies a lot. Um, you have to have your pupils dilate when you say it because you feel it so strongly. Um, but again, like you're working with a crazy, amazing cast that, yeah. has, and it's become like I don't know a girl that Newsies is not in her top ten favorite movies. You know, have Condoleezza you? Rice. Condi, no, it's, it's number, number two. twelve for her. It slid, <laughs> oh, it slid out of the top ten. <laughs> she loved it, but she had to put all the Fast and the Furious as the yeah. first, and they keep making more, so all everything so keeps, else yeah, keeps mm-hmm. shifting down backwards. Down. Oh, Condi, Condi, Condi. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> And now it's a it's a big hit Broadway musical too that's been yeah. running for a couple of years now. Like, and it's it, you know it's it's probably much better suited to the stage. Yeah, honestly, I mean, people, I, you may be right about that about how many girls oh, come love it. On. However, none of them went to see it in the theater. Did it really do poorly? <laughs> none of didn't them. Do well. I didn't know that one because did. in my memory it was like the best movie ever. I figured it was like a smash. One did. I'm so shocked. There's a story about this, and you can find it online somewhere. This this. One, this girl who like it was playing at the Dollar Cinema in her town or whatever, but it moved down to that. Remember Dollar Cinemas? Those used yeah. to exist. Yeah. Um, and it was playing there, and she got she didn't want to see it. She got dragged to the roommates or whatever, and she like it blew her mind. She loved it so much that she went back the next day and the next day and the next day, and she kept going every single day. And it played for like a month, and then they finally yanked it, and then she like was really upset. And it was this, this, this thing, but I was like, you see Newsies tale. like 40, <laughs> like the fact that like, I don't want to see that. No, I've seen it 40 times in a row. Oh, my whole my life gosh. on hold. She's probably the only one. And that the dollar, that's only $40. John has some facts. What are the facts, John? Only, only made 2.8 million in the States. No. Budget was 15 million. Really? I mean, that's, that's like, that's pretty low. I had no idea. Uh, especially by those standards. I guess, you know, in that era, 15 was a, that's a decent sized budget. Yeah. And it'd be the equivalent of having like say like a thirty million dollar budget and making like five million or yeah. yeah. whatever. It was kinda like that. Yeah. Well well what had you done like stage work before or what was that experience like? Because it does feel like a you know, like a huge stage production, even the movie has yeah. that feeling. Um I well so I was uh you know, I was like the youngest of the kind of the leads. And AKA the cutest. <laughs> Keep going, sorry. Uh, <laughs> really, Vanessa? I'm done with you professionally. <laughs> Christian, when did you get here? <laughs> um, uh, uh, so I had, you know, everybody that they hired, pretty much everybody that they hired was like a singer or a dancer or both or yeah. anything. And I was none of that. Um, so, I mean, I only, I only sang on one song and mm-hmm. danced in one number, you know, so they kind of taught me everything. Meanwhile, it was a blast. We spent a yeah. month on the Warner Brothers back lot, just like learning how to 
dance. That doesn't sound that fun. But there was like a giant <laughs> like trampoline, and they built all this like stuff, and and it was just a bunch of like you know like guys like having a good time, and it was it was like it was amazing. Was that one of your favorite <laughs> filming experiences? Or? It was definitely one of the best. Yeah, super fun. Um, I mean, it just seems like it would have to be magical because of those sets and those backdrops and all, like it, I feel like it would be like the dream summer camp. It was just. it was pretty awesome. We had a lot of downtime. Yeah, and we were on the back lot, you know, which they had completely rebuilt, so it, like looked amazing. And well, they made a you know, um, oh Michael Gordon, I think. Anyway, they made a movie. They made like a, a horror movie while we were chilling on our downtime. Um, you know, and we used to, we had like super soakers and we would run oh around my and gosh. Like run, you know, the, all the buildings are empty. They're just like scaffoldings. We would run around in the buildings and like have these like super soaker wars. Whoa. And, you know, I was young. So like that was all the fun stuff. Yeah. All the older guys also did whatever, you know, adult stuff. <laughs> there were there. prostitutes in all those buildings. <laughs> Look at those kids in their super soakers. Only Pass me the heroin. prostitutes as extras. And that's one of the crazy things about Noopsies. <laughs> Everything was a brothel. And the currency was candy. But it was the prostitutes who paid you. What a dream. Right? <laughs> Harkening to a simpler time. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, it is. It is really doing well in New York. It's been playing for a couple of years now, and like, I, I'm pretty sure in one year they made, uh, you know, massively more than the movie ever made. That's yeah, so it's crazy. doing really well because I, I I always do like a yearly New York trip. We go mm-hmm. and see a bunch of shows and stuff, and like uh, they we usually go to the tickets half price booth except for the things that we know we have to buy in advance. Um, and like that one's rarely on it, and if it is, it's like a small discount. It's like twenty percent or whatever. Whereas everything else is like fifty percent most nights, you know. Right. Um, wow. So that's got to be getting packed in pretty round the clock. And all those Disney things play for years. Yeah. Right. They really do. It was. It was kind of just a matter of time. I mean, you know, five, five years ago or something when they when they were really in the swing of like, okay, everything Disney's going to end up being a musical. All of us were kind of like, what, "What's up?" Like Newsies, it's yeah. it's perfect. Like, why not just right. jump on that? And it kind of took them a while, but now obviously it's they got there, and it's a it is a really good show. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're into you know musical, I'm sad they didn't shows. bring you back for your part. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I met, I went, and I met the kid. You did who plays me, and he. <laughs> He was like, it was just so, it was very humbling. I felt very old. He, <laughs> uh, we went backstage afterwards and he like had on his sunglasses and I was like, I was like, Hey dude, like I, you know, like my name is Luke. I played less in the movie. And he was just kind of like, Oh yeah, cool. Whatever, man. <laughs> oh, like cool. Bye. <laughs> and I was like, super oh, soakers back oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Look. Hey, you want to help me do this cocaine off a of hooker's back? <laughs> He's got like his phone. It's a two show day, so I really need the boost. Oh Uh, my gosh. Did you go with any cast members? Like uh, we did, members, or? yeah, we did. Um, well, actually, when I went to see, we we they flew us out all out to see it in, in repertory in New mm-hmm. Jersey. Um, like I don't know, fifteen or twenty of the cast members. That's nice. And it was super fun. Yeah, we had a really good time in New York. Um, and then I wanted them to fly us out the next year for the Broadway show, yeah. and they didn't want to foot the bill for that. that so so I went on my own. 
You did? Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. It was, it was great. Nomad. <laughs> Hashtag nomad. We <laughs> <laughs> need an excuse to go to New York. Yeah. Like, uh, That's true. Go take that. Easy. Well, since we talked about the ladies' favorite film, mm-hmm. I got to talk about the dude's favorite film in Little Big League because um, it's inside the coin. Uh, <laughs> it came out like around the same time as Rookie of the Year. Um, and Major League? Um, uh, Major League 2, but. And. <laughs> Boulder, <laughs> um, Angels in the Outfield. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, summer of the baseball lockout. That's right. I never even realized that. It was not a coincidence that there <laughs> were like five baseball movies. Wow. All like you know, they're like, oh, baseball's locking out. Oh, everything that we have is greenlit. You know, as right. far as baseball movies, so people can find something to yeah. watch. Yeah. Um, but I remember like watching that in Rookie of the Year. I was like, Rookie of the Year is like it's funny, but it's like really stupid and goofy. But like Little Big League actually like is semi plausible in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like it's not as silly. Semi. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's still there's still a fantasy element to yeah, it. Yeah. But it's actually like a very knowing baseball film. Yeah. I feel, and there's like a lot of players in it, and a lot of the details I think are really good. And yeah. It really holds up because yeah. it's on cable a lot. And like if I'm just like. You know, doing work and I turn on the TV and it's on, I'll be like, oh, all right, and I'll leave it in the background and I'll find that I'll watch the thing because it's just, it's really good. Yeah. For for baseball fans, it was kind of like the, you know, it's like, oh, there's like real baseball plays and baseball history and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. The the writer was um, uh, uh, Andy Scheinman, the director's Adam Scheinman's brother. And uh, he, you know, they were both just massive baseball fans growing up. So he actually was like, he's one of those like, you know, voluminous knowledge of baseball kind of guys. Right. The right guy to write, you know, a baseball movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really, really worked for me. Like, did you guys actually film in Minnesota? Because it's the Twins thing, right? So oh, I'm yeah. sure you did it in location oh, yeah. and did everything right. Yep, we spent, what, three and a half months in Minnesota. Three and a half months? Doing the whole thing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Whoa. baseball movies where they don't actually film in the stadium. They film it like, you know, like it takes place, like like from Major League, it's supposed to take place in Cleveland. I don't think they filmed, I think they might have filmed that in Minnesota too. Like they film it in different right. parks sometimes, whatever they can get. Or right. Whatever. We did that a little bit um, when for, for the sequences where we were on the road. Um, right. And if you, like if it's just a shot of like the dugout, we're probably not at a major field. You know what I mean? Right. But we did go to a lot of cool places. I mean, we shot... For three months, basically in the Metrodome, Whoa. you know, we were nice. in the Metrodome. Had you been a day. baseball fan? You I'm, you know, just to break it to all the baseball fans, I'm not a baseball fan. I know nothing about baseball. <laughs> you know a little now. Nothing. <laughs> so nothing. You're the opposite of Billy Haywood. Yeah, <laughs> and he it's, knows everything. It's so you know, it's just of course that's the way it works out. Yeah, you know, they're like, I want that kid. You know, he knows nothing about baseball. Perfect. I don't know. He's I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so a lot of, you know, like fans come up to me over the years and are like, oh my God, like, let's talk, you know, what about 1942 when the thing happened in the baseball? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, slow down. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, 
really sorry. Go your team. <laughs> yeah, like, I really support your team. Yeah, Bye. totally. <laughs> but you managed for one whole season. <laughs> what happened? How can you not know? <laughs> and there's really cool people in that movie, too, including Jason Robards, who's like one of my Amazing. acting heroes, yeah. which I'm sure you guys just had a couple Amazing. scenes together because he dies very early in the film. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> not spoiler in the sense that like it's the entire plot of the film. Because <laughs> uh, if he didn't die, it's a different movie. It's just you hanging out with Grandpa a lot while he does things. Uh, and also, Dennis Farina was Dennis the, the manager early on before you fire him. Yeah. Because he's not getting kids through to the guys. Kids gotta do kids gotta do, you know? Yeah. Little baby manager hasn't taken things in his own hands. <laughs> Who, you know, and Dennis Farina, like, I had no idea, obviously, because I was a kid at the time, but right. Dennis Farina is, like, such an amazing guy. He had such an amazing career. Like, uh, you know, I... A lot of a lot of my experience of being in film is looking back on people that I've worked with and just being so blown away. Yeah. By like even, but I had no idea at the time. Right, because you were so young. But that's got to be crazy to look back and be like, oh, the things I'd ask them now. No, totally. Like, yeah. Totally, I would geek out. Right. You know? <laughs> but instead, you had your sunglasses on. You had your <laughs> cell phone. I had a Game Boy and sunglasses. And I was right. like, yeah, hey, old yeah. man, get out of my face. Yeah. Son, son. <laughs> quite the career before I've got to go okay (laughs) so I'm assuming that like I mean obviously it's the same group of guys for pretty much the whole movie you have your team and then you also have your friends yeah Um, Yeah. and then there's definitely a subplot about pranking each other with the water balloons and that kind of stuff too was there there any of that kind of stuff on the set since you guys were basically in the same place for a couple months (laughs) there there was most you know uh, again because I was a kid um, because I was so young I mean the ball players the actors slash ball players who you know they were a lot of them were actually ball players they had a blast like they went nuts on that movie and I only know this because I've heard stories afterwards <laughs> I was like kept away from it yeah because they were like they were having a good time an adult good time um, again. <laughs> all these villains and, uh, <laughs> um, so so a lot of it went down and a lot of it I was kind of kept out of the one the one thing that was it was really cool that did happen. Um, it was the day that we had Ken Griffey there. They also, the local news came and did a like interview with me. And um, he gave me a, a whipped cream. Oh, in the towel. Face? Yeah. Oh. yeah, in the face. Oh, my gosh. That was pretty cool. That's pretty That's great. amazing. That's pretty great. I think he also, I think he was really into pranking Ken Griffey <laughs> for some reason. But I think he also got me with the cooler full of ice. Was he just on the same day. beating you up? Nice. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, it was cool like, and borderline abusive. Yeah. You put my head in the toilet so many times. <laughs> awesome. Awesome guy. It's it fun. That's this book in my dressing room, The Lonely Doll. I don't know <laughs> what happened there. Um, <laughs> all right, let's do first. Okay, we do this every podcast. It's a different first question from life. Like, what was the first movie you saw in the theater, etc. Um, but for episode 123 or 124, wherever we are right now, <laughs> um, this kind of ties into a uh, little big league in a sense. And since I know you don't like baseball, this could be interesting. Uh, but other sports. Yeah. What was the first sports team you considered yourself a fan of and why? The first one. Oh, man. I want to... It's probably uh, the Niners because of my dad. Probably. I don't really remember, honestly. But it's mostly the Montreal Canadiens because of my dad. Nice. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm like a 
the way that Billy is about um, baseball, I am about hockey. Okay, ah. I can I can talk hockey. Right. So, um, the Habs fan. I'm like a diehard Habs fan. My dad grew up in Montreal, so I'm like a just crazy. I'm crazy about all. Anything hockey-related, I'm, like, insane about Do you go to nice. a lot of games and stuff? I go to games. I wish I'd go to more. Yeah. I should. Yeah. Kings are actually good now, so, like, it'd be yeah. awesome to go and see those games. I have the hockey package, and I watch pretty much every Red Wings game, because I'm from Detroit originally, so uh, yes. I'm a big Red Wings fan. Uh, yes. And, uh, that sounds like you don't like them. I, you know, you've got to respect the Red Wings, because they've been successful for so long, and I, you also have to hate them, because they've yep. probably beat your team a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but what I hate is people think that like I'm bandwagon, and I'm like, I'm from there. I've loved them before they were good. Of course, that was 20-plus seasons ago. It's <laughs> yeah, a long, uh, long time, time since they've been bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to have uh, season tickets to the San Jose Sharks when I lived up in the Bay Area. And oh, this is before they were very good. This is like late 90s. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it was like a 12-game package. Like, you know, it was like one or two a month. Right. And uh, we were up in the nosebleeds, like really high up, like 300. But like it was never crowded because they weren't good then. Right. Um, so we would always just move down and sit like on the glass or the first couple rows. Like That's we're always awesome. right. The seats you can't afford. They're like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like we're in our $12 seats <laughs> down there. And nobody ever checked or hassled you because there was openings. Um, and I remember once we went to see when they played the Red Wings and I was all excited. Yeah. Um, this is back when Steve Eisenman was playing. He was like my favorite player. Yeah. And um, – he got. He took a rare penalty. He's hardly ever in the penalty box. Right. But we're like down next to the penalty box. I'm like, oh shit! Why is he gonna be in the penalty box? So <laughs> he so comes. Close. He comes down. He's sitting right there. And though my friend has a camera, so I just like take, take this photo of me like this. And Stevie's like just right here. It's a photo of me being like. And Steve Eisenberg's like right there. So I have it. It's, oh it's my like gosh! One of those time date st- st- stamp things <laughs> on the yeah. uh, on the photos. So I do have a photo of me and Steve Eisenberg. He just doesn't know it. He doesn't. <laughs> he's it like, would change he's, he's his life his if he did not. Right. He's basically flipped me off the whole time. <laughs> no, but yeah. Then I threw a cup of beer on his head, and he <laughs> gave him a whipped cream in the face. Such a beautiful memory. <laughs> the only time I ever got bounced out of there, in a sense, was when they were playing the Red Wings. This other time, and I was wearing a Red Wings jersey, we moved under the glass, and then Sharky, the mascot, came down no and way. like, like went like to me because I was wearing the red. like. And then I just moved for like two minutes, and then I moved right back down. <laughs> that's just because I was wearing the enemy's jersey. A little troublemaker, Go figure, right? <laughs> How about you, Vanessa? What was your first? Um, the Buffalo Bills. I lived in upstate oh, you New York. Like the Buffalo Bills? No, oh God. I didn't even see that coming. Oh, oh. <laughs> Set myself up. Yeah. No. Oh, lost another Super Bowl. Want to come into my basement? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I really. Oh. I just never care about sports, but we lived in upstate New York, and we would have Super Bowl parties, and my mom would make this great seven-layer dip, and. Like everybody else, my friends all liked Buffalo Bills, so I did that. I collected hockey cards for a while because I got some at a garage sale, like a huge tin of them, and then I got really into them, and so I would always be trading them with like boys at my school. But I had my own system, which was like outfit based, like, <laughs> uniform based interest. Um, but still, I think it gave me a little street credit. I'm sure it did not. They call it, call it street credit, first and foremost. Um, I think for me, I mean, it, it was any one of the Detroit teams, because mm-hmm. I was a big fan of the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Lions, and the Pistons. Um, but I've always been more into baseball and hockey. Those are the two that I like the most. Right. So I watch both of those. I get the packages and that kind of stuff and try to see them when they come through town. It's it's, it's kind of like it's real bittersweet being a Detroit sports fan. It's like Tigers, I'm so sorry. Lions, I'm so sorry. 
It's constantly that. It's like the well, there's like this yin and yang, right? When there's four teams, two can be good and two have to be shitty. Right. It's been very rare that like three were good or all of them are yeah, bad. So right. Like, the Red Wings have been spoiled with forever. The Pistons were good for a while. Yeah. When they you know beat the Lakers yeah. and like that whole yeah. thing, and then they were, they've been shitty the last couple of seasons. But now the Tigers have been good the last couple of seasons. And they've been great, and the Lions kind of fluctuate back and forth. You just right. never know. Right. So, <laughs> but I've been pretty spoiled. Like you know, we've won four Stanley Cups since I've been a fan. You know, it's like there's that winning one is great. But seeing four, you're like, oh, this again. <laughs> um, and the Tigers have been in the World Series twice since '84. Of course, they got swept out kind of both times, right. uh, um, which is bad. <laughs> but, uh, but at least they're doing well. And, I don't know. But yeah, there definitely have been times where I'm like, oh, I'm a Lions fan. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's fine. There are worse things. I don't know what they are, but there are worse things. Uh, All right, let's do my questions. Okay, great. Uh, I've got uh, five trivia questions that are from your own past work. Oh, and I give clues. She'll give you clues. Some of these are pretty easy, and in fact, one of them you already kind of answered. Uh Oh. Um, All right, question one. You played Jimmy Woods, the young video game prodigy in The Wizard. What is the name of the game that the villainous Lucas shows off the power glove to? Rad Racer. There you go. Boom. (laughs) No problem. Because to win a rad racer, all you have to do is sort of move your arm. <laughs> you will just fully get through there. I can't wait till they actually like make that. It looks fun. Right? <laughs> Video games are never going to catch up to that movie. No, never. Do you remember that? Was it called the Power Pad that they had for track and field? Oh yeah. Yes. That like you would just run on. Yes. Yeah. And the weird robot. Remember the robot? Yeah, the robot that came with like the first Nintendo. Oh, like early no on. idea what it did. I, yeah, my it friend cool. had it, and I don't know. Yeah. I never even have seen that. Just like this it little up. white just robot like, that would like move. Stuff. I don't even know what it did. It moved something. Yeah, that was all it did. It's all it did. It's I think. so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I had forgotten about that <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> question two: You play Billy Haywood, sudden kid owner of the Twins in Little Big League. The movie features several actual MLB players, including what Mariners legend who hits a whole big homer in the film. We've already said his name. King Griffey. There you go, oh. Junior. King Griffey Jr. Not his pop. Mm. Uh, that film, by the way, also features uh, Jonathan Silverman, who's been on the show before, yeah. and uh, Scott Patterson from uh, Gilmore Girls. Um, you got Jonathan Silverman on the show? We fed Jonathan Silverman. That's so yeah. cool. He's awesome. Love Jonathan. He's a really cool dude. So charming. <laughs> so charming. Cool. Uh, question three. You played Kess Madigan in the psycho mom thriller Mother's Boys. <laughs> the film starred what great English actress is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother? Oh, Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah. That must have been cool. That's a good cast. Very cool. And Peter Gallagher, too. And Very cool. John Wally. And- I thought you were going to ask about John Wally. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got this one. John <laughs> Wally is such a wonderful woman, such a wonderful person, and such a good actor, I think. Yeah. And um, she, like to me, should have been like a megastar. She's great. She's really, really beautiful, too. And beautiful. Yeah, Ken. Like and in uh, Willow, you're like this. She's the package. One man. of my favorite movies. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I do she love Willow. Rules in that movie. She does. And uh, whatever. I just watched that because it came out on Blu-ray, so I bought it and watched, rewatched it. So good. Just love it. It's so oh. good. It's a good movie. Uh, question four: You played Les Jacobs in the Disney musical Newsies. It was the directorial debut of what celebrated choreographer? Kenny Ortega. There you go. Bam. A dirty dancing <laughs> fan. Now he's on. So you think you can dance a lot, which is cool. Is he? Um, yeah, he's a judge every once in a while, like a guest judge. Oh, that's cool. Question five. You starred in an episode of 21 Jump Street. Your character was the younger version of Detective Hansen, originally played by whom? Johnny Depp. Yeah. Ow. There you go. 
You were, <laughs> that can't feel you were bad. Baby, you were baby dip. A baby dip. Baby dip. Uh, <laughs> dip. Uh, meanwhile, um, so, uh, you know, that episode was all about the younger version of everyone on the show. Right. So I never met any of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> including Johnny Depp. Oh. Which, you know, always felt really weird. You earned that. I was like, I was you. Like, shouldn't we <laughs> Shouldn't we have a moment? Meet? Can pick up some of your mannerisms, get you up inside my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. It'd be good. For both of us, Johnny. For both of us. It's not sexual. It would just be good. <laughs> Johnny, did you get my book? It's my favorite book. It's The Giving Trade. They were sold out of it. It's like the creepiest book I could find. I tried to find the other but they didn't have it. <laughs> All right, it's time for your questions. Okay, it's very my, different. My questions are harder. Uh, have you ever met an Olsen twin? <gasps> I feel like maybe. Yes. <gasps> I have. What uh, happened? She asks us every podcast. It's been a, it's like maybe 5% return yeah. on questions. So this is good. Wait, yeah. wait. Say that again? She asks us to every guest. Oh, okay. And it's maybe been like 5% of our guests have met an Olsen really? twin. It's a very it's small always, percentage. It's I don't. I, mystical, their encounters. <laughs> like... Like in the background of something, or floating by, or at the at the party, but like in a separate booth with chains around it or something. Oh what was your? Experience? <laughs> well, I don't. I'm, I don't have any great story. I'm just be very honest that um, I, you know, when I was uh, young and in the Hollywood scene, I would go to the clubs and get drunk and party. And, you know, one time... I don't know what era this is. Did God, you kiss an Olsen? Or, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't have any great okay, story. I okay, wish I... Okay, <laughs> I can make something up. But, um, <laughs> no, and, and uh, you know, we we just kind of partied together one night. I'm sure... Both I, of them? Uh, God, were they both there? I it's don't hard know. to tell. It's, <laughs> yeah, they I keep moving. Actually, you know, <laughs> say for sure. <laughs> you know, some say there's only one. <laughs> and the rest is done with trick photography. <laughs> Always, no matter where they go. There's mirrors and smoke. If you play How the West Was Fun backwards, you can tell. There's only one Olsen and a lot of mirrors. <laughs> I mean, you know, was I was was there two of them? Was I just really drunk? I, mean, <laughs> right. I don't know. So Jenny Lewis all over again. <laughs> Wait, there's four Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the timbre of their voice and their outfit? <laughs> did they disappear in a puff of smoke, or did so a chopper small, come and right? get them? No. Oh yeah, they're like you know miniature people. <laughs> oh my gosh, miniature billionaires! Can you imagine a better life? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like details are going to come back to you through the day. Just let us know. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a great, great question. This was inspired by The Wizard. If you could be taken by any two people, any celebrities or anything, and compete in any type of competition, who would escort you and what would you compete at? Like... I would take the Olsen twins and we would enter a dog show. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't use that answer no matter how bad you want. <laughs> yeah, the dog out. Uh, <laughs> um, any sli- like, well, for me, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm an insane hockey person. So it would oh. be, you know, um, who would my t- people be? Two people? Yep. Uh... God, I don't know. I guess Gretzky and Lemieux. And we would 
skate on a line together. Oh. And I would uh, afterwards die. Because <laughs> you're done, That's buddy. it. It's all over. Plus, plus you were minus two on the game. That's just embarrassing. You're playing with those guys. Yeah, really. You're like a plus seven. Like, what happened? Oh, if this I don't is... score like 50 goals, this, <laughs> right. this is a real problem. <laughs> quit. Quit the game and then quit life. <laughs> that's how, that's how I die again. You're like, oh, bucket list is uh, done. That was it. That was the last one. Um, okay, this is a question called Big Little League. How would you feel if you found out tomorrow you inherited a Pop Warner Little League team? <laughs> and what would you name them? Uh, you get to manage them, man. Oh my Pretty cool. God. Ah. <laughs> uh, I would be worried. <laughs> worried yeah, for the right. team. <laughs> worried for their success. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's little it's just the, about participation. The little uh ohs. <laughs> the little uh ohs. Uh oh, rally. Uh oh, rally. God, I mean, I would, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, you know. No, I didn't know. I'm not even, I don't know, I, I suppose I would do that. <laughs> I would never. I would hand we'll, it right we'll, off to we'll someone else. else. We'll, give you a, <laughs> we'll give you a peewee hockey league. Hockey team. Oh, that would be, like, amazing. What would you name them? I would get so into it. What would I name them? Oh, I don't know. I could name them anything? Yeah. <laughs> I would name them something terrible. The ice God, one of my what? Ice Couture. That's <laughs> got to be taken. One, one of my teams we named uh, Short Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> we had a little caption that said, we're special. <laughs> no. <laughs> I might name them Short Bus. It's a classic. God, those poor kids. <laughs> um, okay, here's a great question. So you've angered a wizard. This actually has nothing to do with the wizard. I ask... A wizard gets angry almost every podcast. Um, you've angered a wizard, and he's going to punish you. But he has some sense of humanity, so he gives you two options of your punishment. You can either wear a long cape every day, everywhere you go, that has images from all of your projects on the back, like all your movie posters, or you have no bottom teeth. Oh, God. That's horrible. They're both so bad. What? Oh my god! <laughs> this you is like food, like food or like <laughs> douchebaggery. <Yeah. laughs> so, what does that mean? Who? How do you feel about somebody who wears a cape? I don't their think you feel good. Mostly, <laughs> I think it's pretty bad. Because that goes either way. Either they don't realize it's you because some of them are like you as a kid. Or they're like, this guy is is like into, this guy's a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) A little kid cape that he wears around. It's almost worse if they don't know. (laughs) 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 Just going straight to jail. No, I mean, all of my movies are so, like, like, honestly, they're all really obscure. So people would probably just be like, what the, what is is that? that? I know my first name is Steve. What's happening over there? Like, <laughs> those are, you know, like, they, are those movies? Are like, what? Davis rules. Trippy. Yeah. So, so if you an episode the of that, it was terrible. <laughs> Cape guy's here. Cape guy at Cape Starbucks. Guy. Oh, God. 
and then I would be Cape Guy. Yep, you know? that's a big Sharpie onto your cup, everything. I would just end up living on Hollywood Boulevard, and oh yeah, I would show up at the Chinese theater and like the no one's taking dirty. pictures with you. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Cape Guy, like kicking the nuts, <laughs> uh, cream him. <laughs> oh. Aww. So did you choose the cape? It's cape, I guess. <laughs> it is. I really, I'm not, I'm not going to give up hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, bottom teeth are. It's not happening. Well, I, think, I was thinking for vanity, it's kind of, people don't see your bottom teeth as much. You know, yeah. you could kind of be tricky. They might not see it at first, but within five minutes they'll see it and be like, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Yeah. And then, then they automatically label you as a meth head. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Well, good choice. This is your Most last meth question. was wizard. Yeah. Oh. Sure, buddy. Sure. <laughs> did you do you did meth and you saw a wizard? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, have you, have you seen that? It's, this is from a while back, but have you seen that story about the guy who... There was a guy who, who paid... A, a guy, he paid a guy to oh, turn yes. him invisible, and yep. he went and robbed a bank. Oh yeah, because he yeah, thought yeah. he wasn't, was invisible. Wasn't that the Walmart guy? Isn't that the crazy picture that we posted? No, Isn't that, that man? Dude. Oh, that's another guy. That's a thousand dollar bill. Oh yeah, the there was a guy that, that tried to pay for something with a thousand dollar bill, um, and obviously that's not a real thing. <laughs> and we were all talking about it, and then we looked him up. It is the craziest looking person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it's you know he usually would associate with having large bills. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> what? This, this is the guy that paid five yes, dollars yes. to the wizard. Look at him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, he, he looks okay. He rules. He looks like Cape Guy. There's like a little... He's like a haircut and some crazy eyes away from Cape Guy. <laughs> There's, there is a small amount of, like, of similarity. If they ever make a movie about that dude. <laughs> Boom. You Actually, you can't see in that photo. He's missing his bottom roll of teeth. <laughs> he chose he wrong. the other one. So I'm going to go method and knock them all out for the... Oh, good. I admire that. That is nice. Um, And this last question is called Speaking of Teeth, which I do every show. Just kidding. This is the first time. What was your tooth fairy tradition? When was the gig up? (laughs) (laughs) My God, I don't even... Did you get money? don't even remember. I got... Sure. I remember once, maybe... Getting money? They just put residual checks underneath your pillow. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just thinking, well, when you have like a crazy childhood of like, yeah, we're just playing on the back lot, it's probably not as big a deal to get a quarter under your pillow. Yeah, it was kind of like, eh, what? Like, <laughs> get what? this out of my pillow. <laughs> I can't sleep. I have a 5 a.m. call and there's a <laughs> coin under my head. <laughs> Is that an app? It's like a rich it's version of the princess and the pea. It's <laughs> terrible. No, I think it was like a nickel. Yeah. You know, like, like oh, good, a nickel. <laughs> what? Do you know what my hourly rate is? <laughs> <laughs> but even for like a kid who's just like, yeah. like, well, what does a nickel get you? Right. I know. What does that get you? It was only exciting that things would appear. It wasn't really like what you would get. I mean, I got like right, a quarter, the, I think. And one time I got a Mary Poppins book. That got interesting. <laughs> exciting. It's very changing in it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't the lonely doll. Yeah. Uh-oh. It would have been worse. Find that under your Creepy. pillow. I guess it was the tooth fairy. <laughs> we well, should call the, call the police. We'll call the police. Well, you did it, Luke. You made you it all the way through. Sweet. Thank um, you so much. You are on Twitter. People can follow you there. Yeah. You yeah. have a very uh, very odd handle. I have a super weird uh, name, and it's uh, it's a really obscure Simpsons reference. 
And all my friends are Simpsons, like, crazy people, and even they don't understand my crazy Simpsons reference. What's the reference? Well, okay. It's the... Uh, the mall comes to Springfield episode, and the angel. If you, anyway, uh, Ralph is doing some archaeology, and he gets really excited, and he tries to say Principal Skinner, but instead he says Prim Nipple Skimster. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and so. And it's stuck. Prim Nipple Skimster is kind of my alias. It's really weird. I know how weird it is. <laughs> I know. So you're literally at Prim Nipple. So it's at, at P-R-I-M-N-I-P-L-E. Um, by the way, just inside, do you play uh, Tapped Out, Simpsons Tapped Out? I do. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's... it's, 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 it's it, don't do it, people. It's I bad. Just don't in your life. It's too... Um, it t- requires too much commitment. Uh, it does. It, it requires a... Daily commitment. Every but there's day. this thing. <laughs> every there's this thing called gamezino.com. G a m e z i n o dot com. You can buy donuts and cash and unlock other things for like cheap. No way. So you can get two million dollars and two thousand donuts for twenty bucks. No. You're spending money on this, Cole? It's a free game. Oh, my God. No, but here's Cole. the thing. No, no, no. Here's, here's where it's bad. <laughs> Give it to Jeremy. That's cheap. If you're buying fake the donuts actual, on the internet. If you were to actually buy them through EA, who does the game, they're, it's stupid. 2400 donuts is $100. $100. Is this like when Dark Horse went up to $4? Like, <laughs> I can't do People this People have week. spent hundreds of dollars on this game. <laughs> this makes it so you can spend like 50 bucks. Do you bucks. spend money on this game too? So I have this weird thing and I just refuse to spend any money. I love it. But then it takes I forever to do anything. But there's all kinds of rad stuff that I want badly. And I'm, can't, 20 I just bucks can't, I can't have it. Is, is, you can get a lot of stuff for that 20 bucks. I'm, I, I, would, I would do it. It's worth it. Worth it. Do it. I built up a pretty impressive Springfield in a couple days. Uh, anyways, follow Luke on Twitter at Nipple. Uh, the podcast is at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Raglan. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Luke. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>